Are you too focused on what your life should look like instead of focusing on how your life actually feels? Welcome to the Search for Serotonin podcast, a podcast all about letting go of what you thought your life would look like and embracing your life for exactly what it is. Hi, I'm Carolyn, and this podcast is my audio diary where I share the struggles of being in your 20s, what going to therapy really looks like, and what it's like to live with severe high-functioning anxiety, clinical depression, and perfectionism. We all battle our own demons, but we shouldn't feel alone because of it. If you feel like you're not good enough or that you're behind in life, then let's start searching for serotonin together. Welcome to the search committee. Hey there, search committee members. Welcome back to the Search for Serotonin podcast. As always, this is your host, Carolyn Farrick. And this week, you can tell that things look a little different around here. Not only do we have a different podcast cover art, but I also look a little different. So if you can see me right now, you can see that I definitely have different haircut, different hairstyle. I am rocking bangs. Um, It's not a mental breakdown. It's just something that I thought I would look cute in. So thought I'd give it a try, switch it up and just, you know, feel good going into this new year because I really feel like I have stepped into my healing energy this year. I have overcome a lot that I have been working on. And for once in my life, I just feel really good, like good all around, happy all around. I logged on to therapy yesterday and my therapist was like, I can just see it. You're just radiating happiness. And it's just all like, it's good energy coming from you. So the look reflects me a little bit more, me a little bit of my personality. I just feel like it fits me so much better. And I wanted to get the podcast cover art updated to match my new look. And also I wanted to make the podcast cover art a little bit more fun, a little bit more serotonin involved. So I worked with a designer on Fiverr and I got some really, really cool designs back. So whatever one I decided to upload as the cover art is going to be the new image of the podcast and still sticking with the same color scheme of like green, white, yellow, and pink that I've been transitioning into. So yeah, looking good and feeling good starting off 2023. Um, Not only me, but the podcast as well. So before we get into this week's episode, I do want to talk a little bit about some other things that I've been working on behind the scenes that hopefully should be available to you guys sooner rather than later. So as you can see, if you are watching, I am wearing a search committee hoodie. It says search committee on the front with two little sparkles. And then on the back, it just says the search for serotonin, you know, layered a couple times. I think it says it like six times and it does a little bit of a curve in the words and there's some sparkles on the back too. Um, But I just got this yesterday. I'm really loving this hoodie so far. Like the quality is good. It's soft on the inside. The hoodie strings are like really thick and like durable, which I love. So I'm going to test this hoodie out for for a little bit, see how I like it. And hopefully if all goes well, this will become the official search committee, the search for serotonin podcast sweatshirt. And it will be available in a couple other colors. I'm wearing the green one right now and I absolutely love it. It's such a good color. Green always looks so good on me. So 
I couldn't have been happier with how it turned out. So hopefully soon this will be available to all of you. So if you want to rock a search for serotonin hoodie, um, you can get one as well and show that you are part of the search committee. Also with the search committee, I want to offer more involvement with me and you guys this year. I want to create more of like a community space for everyone who listens to the podcast to have just a central location where you can interact with other listeners, you can interact with me. So I've been working with Corbin, who I treat as my tech assistant sometimes. So he's trying to help me figure out a platform and a space where we can get all of the search committee listeners in one spot. So then that way everybody can start interacting, getting to know each other a little bit more. And then you guys can also, you know, get to talk to me a little bit more, interact with me and just have it be more kind of laid back and in real time instead of just once a week. So neither of those things are out or available yet, but those are in the works behind the scenes. So be on the lookout for those in the upcoming weeks because like I said I want to have more of a community focus this year I really want to get to know a lot of you more and just hear from you guys more hopefully maybe we could get some listeners on the podcast to share their own stories I think that would be super cool so yeah just some things that I've been working on and thinking about behind the scenes and as soon as those are ready to go and available for all of you I will let you know also, before we get into today's topic, I wanted to give a quick shout out to my search committee members, not only in the United States, but all over the world. I've been listened to in, I think, like 40-ish countries now, so I think that's amazing. And this week, I was looking at my stats of where everybody is located listener-wise, so I just wanted to give a couple quick shout outs to some of my top listened locations. So obviously I'm from Pennsylvania. I have a lot of listeners in Pennsylvania. So shout out to all of my PA listeners, shout out to all of my California listeners, and shout out to all of my New York listeners. Outside of the U.S., we have a big listening population in Ontario, Canada. So thank you, Ontario listeners. I appreciate you guys for being a part of the search committee. Um, shout out France to all of my French listeners out there. I'm not going to try and pronounce these cities because I don't want to disrespect the pronunciation. I definitely will not say them correctly. Um, but shout out to all of my French listeners. And then last but not least, quick shout out to England and the UK. Thank you to all of my UK listeners for being a part of this podcast. I think it's so cool that I you know, can connect with people all over the world. So just wanted to take a quick moment to appreciate all of you and thank you for being here. So at the beginning of this episode, like I said, I feel like I've really stepped into my healing energy this year. I just feel different. I feel good. You know, like I said, my therapist said, I radiate this happy, you know, energy about me. And I like where I'm at right now. But at the beginning of this year, I wasn't in as good of a spot as I am in right now. So at the beginning of the year, I was going through some changes because I actually got my birth control switched at the end of 
the year, I got my hormonal birth control taken out and my non-hormonal birth control put in. So for like a week or two, I was very emotional, very insecure. I had a lot of stuff come up from the past, you know, all of these feelings and emotions that were just kind of foreign to me almost. Like they just, I haven't felt them in so long. I haven't like dealt with them in a while, um, came up because my body was kind of getting all of those hormones that had been pumped into it for the past three years out and it was regulating. So during that time, I just felt really emotional and like I said, insecure. And one of the common insecurities that I saw coming up in my mind was this question of, am I a bad person? You know, am I a bad person for thinking this thing? Am I a bad person for saying something? Or am I a bad person for sending a text or not sending a text? Just everything. I was overanalyzing everything I was doing. And that really got me thinking, you know, this is something I've thought my whole life. This common thought has been in my head am I a bad person? And I was like, well, I'm probably not the only person out there who thinks this constantly or wonders all the time, you know, am I someone who is a bad person? If you're someone who doesn't think that way, I'm sorry, I cannot relate to you. Um, I'm constantly having little conversations in my head, you know, asking myself, am I a bad person? Analyzing what I've done, all that kind of stuff. Um, but I also realize there are people out there who don't hear voices in their head and don't have conversations with themselves and just like don't really have thoughts going on in their brain. Um, so if you're one of those people, no hate. I just, I don't know what that's like. But anyway, today we are answering the question of what makes someone a bad person? Answering the question, am I a bad person? So I took to Instagram and I asked my followers what they think makes someone a bad person. I looked on the internet and researched what makes someone quote unquote a bad person. And then I'm going to be providing my take on what I think quote unquote being a bad person looks like. So for my Instagram followers, I only got a few responses, but to the people that did submit, I want to shout them out and thank them for contributing because I always love hearing a variety of perspectives and especially on the podcast, I think it's cool to get other people's insight and opinions as well because, you know, it's a conversation that we're having and I want to include you guys as much as possible. So thank you to everyone who did write in. So the first person who wrote in was at Cole Lotta raw damage. I don't know if I said that right. Um, but they said hurting children make someone a bad person. Um, I think we can agree that, you know, treating children or preying on children's innocence and not treating them correctly definitely is not great. Um, I definitely see why they would say that makes someone a bad person. At Johnny Braid said the way they treat others, especially people in the service industry, and as somebody who worked in the service industry, I met Corbin in the service industry, like people who treat people who work in the service industry shitty because they can or they think it gives them some power or whatever, like, it's just crazy. People treat people in the service industry like shit. People treat homeless people like shit. People treat strangers like shit. And so, you know, if that's something that you actively go out of your way to do, yeah, I agree with Johnny doesn't make you a great person. 
Um, at baby pancakes 97 said people who refuse to work on their issues that cause others pain when they know they are the problem. This one's interesting because this one kind of made me think, you know, we never know what other people are going through. So, you know, if someone is hurt and they're doing their actions that are hurting people around them and they, you know, know that it's hurting people around them, sometimes it's not as simple as, you know, fixing it. Sometimes it's deeper than that. So, yes, I can agree that from where Baby Pancakes is saying, you know, if they know that they're the problem and they don't want to admit they're the problem and they don't change their ways, that to some people can be viewed as a bad person. Um, but it's not always as cut and dry and as simple as sometimes we think it might be. And the last response I had written in was by at hypnosis with Rachel, who I actually had on the podcast last year. She talked about hypnotherapy and how it helps people with depression and anxiety and things like that she wrote in and she said bad choices not bad people so I appreciate the perspective of everybody who wrote in Rachel's point specifically I thought was perfect because it is kind of the take I wanted to have in this episode um so as the episode unfolds and we talk a little bit more you'll see that you know it really is bad choices or bad intentions and not necessarily bad people. So when you search on the internet, what makes someone a bad person? It's all relatively subjective. And the first thing that comes up, you know, it says someone could define someone as a quote unquote bad person if they engage in harmful or destructive behaviors, or, you know, if you don't care about others, or if you always play the victim or things like that. So very similar responses to what I got from my followers. But, you know, then it goes on to say things like people who are rude, people who are mean, people who are obnoxious, people who are insensitive, people who are, you know, manipulative, selfish, whatever. And all of that is subjective, you know, because what's rude to me might not be rude to someone else. Or what's, you know, selfish to me isn't going to be selfish to someone else. And it's not as cut and dry as people want to make it out to be of what makes someone bad and what makes someone good. It's all subjective. And then to take into account, you know, mental health plays a fact into, you know, the reasoning behind those scenarios or cultural differences or, you know, different perspectives. It all can change what make someone view someone as a bad person. So the research kind of confirmed my thing of, well, what even makes someone a bad person? How do you even define that? Like, that doesn't really make sense. And the internet and articles that I found and the research that I did basically said, yeah, it's all subjective. There's no like set definition. Now there are actions that I'm sure we can all agree on, like, you know, harming children, taking advantage of children or innocent or harmed or weak or, you know, broken people, that's not great to do. Killing somebody, not great. Maliciously, intentionally hurting somebody, not great. Um, there are things that we can all as a society of people collectively look on and say, yeah, that that's bad. Like, that's not good. But when it comes to, you know, everyday life 
And if you're texting a friend or, you know, not texting a friend or not reaching out or not saying something or not doing what someone wants you to do, that doesn't always make you quote unquote bad. It doesn't make you a bad person. I'm a people pleaser and there are a lot of people pleasers out there. To me, saying no for the longest time was like made me the worst person ever because I didn't want to disappoint people. I didn't want to come across as rude or mean or whatever those terms are and whatever the heck they mean, you know, like it's subjective to everybody. And so saying no for the longest time, I was like, that makes me a bad person. But setting a boundary and standing up to somebody and protecting my own peace that's really good for me. That's really healthy for me. But for the person I'm setting the boundary with, they can see that as rude. They can see that as selfish. They can see that as inconsiderate. So they could see me as a bad person, but to me, it's healthy and it's good and it's beneficial. So it's not really bad for me, you know? So just those examples of, you know, there's so many factors that play into what is quote-unquote bad and what is quote-unquote good you know it's not just one straight that's bad that's good just like with mental health you know not everything's black and white what works for you might not work for someone else so it's all case by case based on individual people and as somebody who you know has a personality disorder and gets caught up in my head a lot and questions everything. I spend so much time letting the thought of being a bad person consume me when in reality, being a bad person doesn't really exist. Like, yes, hear me out. Yes, bad actions, bad intentions, bad moments, bad days, bad weeks, bad years, they exist. Those things are very real. But overall, being a bad person, like, is very hard to achieve. Yes, I feel like there are bad people in the world, like, you know, Hitler, you know, serial killers, mass murderers, like, those kinds of people, bad people, because they have deliberately, intentionally, and repeatedly harmed people, or discriminated against people, or whatever it may be. But I think it takes a lot of repeated and intentional and deceitful action to constitute as a bad person. You setting a boundary and protecting your peace and getting help for yourself doesn't make you a bad person. You know, the little trivial things that we as people say, well, that makes me a bad person, don't really add up in a way that some of the other actions do. So I think it's all just coming down to finding a better way of looking at things, describing things, and just being really intentional with what wording we use because being bad is a part of being human. Nobody's perfect. Nobody is happy all the time. You know, being rude or being angry or being mean can all be a result of natural human emotions. And we're allowed to have emotions. We're allowed to have feelings. We're allowed to have ups and downs in life. Having ups and downs and bad moments or hard times doesn't make you bad. It makes you 
you. It makes you human. It makes you someone who is real. And I've done things in my life that are bad, that I'm not proud of, that aren't very nice, that I've known have hurt people that I know, you know, have come from bad intentions, but those things don't define me. You know, there's so much other stuff in my life that I have done that is quote unquote good that I am more known for, you know, like just because you have bad dates, you have bad moments, you have bad intentions sometimes. It's what you do after those situations. Do you take accountability? You know, do you acknowledge the part that you played in the bad situation? Do you own up to your bad intentions or your selfishness or your, you know, whatever it may be? Do you try and grow from that? Do you really look at it and say, well, what can I learn from this? How can I do better next time? So I think it's important to remember that being bad is subjective and it's part of being human. You know, no one's going to be flawless all the time. It's going to happen. But taking accountability, acknowledging the part you play in it and trying to learn and do better and try and be better, not only for the others around you, but for yourself has a big part in trying to grow from those low moments. So the next time that you find yourself asking you, am I a bad person? Just remember that first and foremost, you're human and you make mistakes and you have shitty moments and nothing's going to go right ever. But instead of focusing on the negatives and the downside of things or beating yourself up for experiencing lows, try and focus on how you are a good person. You know, how do I make people feel? How do I look out for others? How do I stick up for myself and set healthy boundaries for myself? How do I take care of me? How do I show other people around me that, you know, I care about them? You know, think about how you interact with people in public. When you're around strangers, you know, you see someone coming, do you hold the door for them? Do you say, excuse me? Do you acknowledge other people's presence? You know, those kinds of things. And we're all going to have bad. We're all going to have low. We're all going to have crappy moments. But those can't and don't have to define us. If we focus on the good and how we are good, you know, that's more productive than harping on I was selfish once, so I'm a bad person. Like, that's just not realistic. And I'm not saying go out and spread toxic positivity and think everything's going to be fine all the time and just focusing on positives. That's not what I'm saying. But if you're somebody who gets down on yourself and gets stuck in your head a lot and you find yourself constantly wondering if you're a bad person, you don't have to stay in that mindset. You don't need to only look at the negative. Yes, negative exists. Yes, it is a human experience. Yes, we're all going to go through it. But those moments don't define us. It's how we come out of that and how we progress forward. And once again, it all really comes down to fear. You know, being a bad person is fear. And 
wondering if you're a bad person, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's good to be self-aware and self-critical and, you know, making sure that you're aware of what you're doing and how what you're doing affects other people, but you also can't get caught up in the worry of what everyone else wants or thinks or how you're going to, you know, affect somebody because sometimes you do have to put yourself first, look out for you. And if people react in a way that you can't control, then that's not up to you. And if their reaction is different than your reality, then, you know, sometimes that you can't have any control over that. And you just have to accept that you might be a bad person in someone else's story, but that doesn't make you a villain. So if you have a lot of anxiety surrounding, you know, am I a bad person? Don't let it consume you. Don't let it define you and focus on the good that you provide in this world. Because if you're constantly in fear of being quote unquote bad, then you can't live your life and ever spread or find or provide any good. So yeah, I just wanted to have a quick little chat about being a bad person because it was something that I found to be on my mind a lot and putting it into perspective that bad or good is very subjective and, you know, you have to focus on yourself, your reality, what you can control and listening to others. You know, if someone says that you hurt them or what they think what they think you did is bad you know you can hear them out have a conversation but you don't always have to put this idea of being a bad person on your shoulders you don't always have to question if you're a bad person because at the end of the day it's all subjective anyway so that is all for this week's episode I just wanted to do a quick short little chat with you guys this week um Go follow the podcast on Instagram at the search for serotonin if you do not yet. Hopefully, I will be asking more questions pertaining to the topics of each week's episode to get maybe a little bit more listener and follower participation to kind of get your guys' perspective on things. Also, please go rate and review the podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Um, let me know if you guys are liking the podcast. Leave me a review with what your thoughts are on each week's episode. I'd love to hear your feedback and I would love to hear if you want any specific topics to be featured or anything like that. Or if you have any questions for me, always write into the Instagram and I'll be more than happy to talk about them with you on Instagram as well as the podcast. All right, you guys have a wonderful week. And always remember, this world is better with you in it.